Welcome to a podcast most foul. I wanted to do the intro this time. Hi, my name's Anna. And I'm Jake. <laughs> and uh, thank you for joining us on the recap special bonus super episode. This is overwhelming to me. I feel like... Too much title? Too much title, but now they have really high expectations. Oh yeah, guys, lower those. Please lower the bar. <laughs> I get intimidated very easily. <laughs> so, today we're going to just kind of talk about our thoughts on the book as a whole. And we've got some extra kind of fun things scheduled as well. Or planned. I'm like, okay. Schedule, we're on a very tight ship here. I was like, fuck, I'm going to be late to every single activity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yesterday morning, got up really early, got to work late. The day before that, got up at 4 o'clock in the morning, had to be at work at 7, showed up at 7.05. What is wrong with me, guys? Come on, y'all. It's like, listen, we were like, leave us some questions and we'll answer them. And like, how long ago was last episode published? And, um... How long ago did we record it before we published it? I'm roasting us right now because I need someone to hold me accountable. And right now it is me. Yeah, we wanted to just kind of uh, take a minute to kind of apologize for the lateness of the episode. Uh, life is crazy and it's hard to schedule. For the record, I didn't say I was sorry. I just said that I understand that I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> okay, well, I would like to apologize. <laughs> I would just like people to know that Jake doesn't speak for me. I'm a very opinionated woman, and I fully acknowledge that I'm a piece of shit when it comes to making plans, keeping plans, being on time. Remembering that we made plans. It's not that I'm a flake, though. If I remember, I will be very anxious about trying to get out of plans <laughs> until it actually happens. Like, oh my god, friend I haven't seen in a long time. We should do something sometime. And then we make plans. And then there's a really long drive to go see them. Or, you know, I'm waiting for them at a restaurant. And I'm like, oh my god, they hate me. Why aren't they showing up? I think that's called anxiety. But anyways... Today we're going to talk about a very privileged 12-year-old boy sticking his nose and touching things that aren't for him. Yeah? So, what did you think of the book as a whole? It was way better than what I thought it was going to be. Like, I really thought that it was going to be, you know, something that was really overhyped, but lacked. That was just lackluster, like, not very good. You know, like Twilight. Or, um... Doctor Who and ooh. Ooh. No. Okay, so there's this thing with me, like back to the I get overwhelmed. If people are really into something, it just turns me completely off. Like I'm just like I what if I don't think it's the same like good enough? So I'll just be the friend that will not watch it. Yeah, it's hard to ask Anna to watch something or read something because if you're like, hey, check this out, it's really good. 
she doesn't want to know about it. And if you're like, hey, this is really bad, she also doesn't want to know about it. So the best strategy is to... Uh, fuck, just... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the best strategy for me is either. Because you can't be neutral on it either, or else she probably won't be interested, because she's like, oh, they don't care about it that much. So, also, <laughs> if you're like that, please let me know by tweeting at the Twitter, and Jake will let me know about it, because I still don't understand how Twitter works. I have a Twitter, I just don't know how to use it. So, if I tweeted, see, I tweet, I tweeted it, right? That's when I write something and people see it, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, I wouldn't know how to read it. And then I'm just like, oh my god, nice. I'm so happy for you, Becky, and your life experiences and how you want to be an influencer, but that's not what I signed up for. Should we tell everybody to follow you so you feel pressured into using Twitter? No, because then I'll just get scared. So back to you were worried it would be overhyped. Yeah. Um... (laughs) Because, I don't know, like, because it was a movie, and then I was like, man, the movie was really bad. And then when I read the book first and then watch the movie, I'm a fucking judgy bitch. Like, don't even get me started on Aragon. That movie was just bad. That movie was bad, but that bitch's hair was black. It was ebony, and they went into detail about how beautiful her ebony hair is, and I don't even remember what the fuck her name is now, but that bitch's hair was black, not red, and I was already mad because brunettes need love too, speaking as a brunette myself, okay? Damn it. And then I was like, that is not. What it looks like. I'm very passionate about this. And I was like 12 when I read that book. I watched the movie before I read that book. And I, the only thing I remember about it was uh, getting really excited by the dragon fight. And my friend and his dad still make fun of me for how excited I got about the dragon fight. Because I was literally sitting on the edge of my seat in the theater. Just being like, oh. To be fair, Jake has no taste. With movies. And let me finish. I was a child. Let me finish. Jake has never sees a bad movie in his life. Like, the only movie he has said that it was just okay was Batman vs. Superman. And that movie was trash. I said that movie was trash. Not at first. You said, it's okay. So that would... It's alright. Like, it could have been better. Like, Jake doesn't know what a bad movie is. So he is an unreliable narrator. I I have friends who will back this up. Yes, and I have sources that I could provide in a AMA. No, not AMA. What's it called? MLA format. (laughs) 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 Because my college professors, well, actually, my high school teachers decided that was very important. But it's not. Hey, my senior English teacher, you were wrong. They wanted to do a different format that was like started with an A. Editing Jake, you figure that out. It was APA. All right, back to the main part of this story. So, did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. I'm ready for book two. All right. Uh, yeah, one of the things that I really liked about it was, uh, like, if we're going to talk about, like, themes and stuff, um, the theme of trust. Because, uh-huh. like... Holly didn't know that they were going to come save her. She just trusted they would. Yeah. Butler didn't know what Artemis' plans was, but he just trusted. Trusted they would work. 
uh, Artemis broke Holly's trust in herself by lying to her about uh, her blabbing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of trust in this book, and I don't know. That's the one thing that really stood out to me. I liked it. I was like, man, Artemis is a manipulative fuck. Yeah, he is, dude. So then I was like, man, I really hope that he goes to therapy before he ever gets into any sort of like romantic relationship. Like, in the future. Because it wouldn't be good. Unless she's a fucking asshole like he is. <laughs> then they'd be perfect. Stay tuned. <laughs> also, Jake spoiled some books for me on accident because I circle-talked him into a corner. I thought we weren't going to talk about this. Hello, friends. Editing Jake again. We are about to get into discussion of some spoilers for the rest of the series. So if you want to avoid those... Go ahead and skip to about 11 minutes in to avoid those spoilers. And, uh, sorry! I know he has siblings, somehow, so I know that his dad comes back. Or maybe Angeline just meets a really nice man. Uh, No, their love is for a lifetime. Maybe. Just like on the Titanic, those old people! But yeah, but he exploded with the cola and that ended his lifetime. (laughs) Also, editing, Jake, you can cut that out. Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I told her that after the main main series, series, after the main series, that there's a sequel series called The the Foul Twins. And then I was like, Artemis has a twin? And you said, no, he's an older sibling. And I said, oh, so his dad does come back. And then Jake was like, god damn it! (laughs) I was... Very unhappy with myself. So maybe I relate to Artemis because I I can trick people into telling me what I want. Yeah, hey. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I really just wanted to know. Oh, I wanted to go, to be fair, and then I want to be like, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. Anyways, I'm not caught up on Letter Kenny because, um, I get overwhelmed, okay? <laughs> um, but the conversation came up because I wanted to know, like, how long of a commitment I had made, um, to this podcast. Um, and I told him that I would stay on it if we had more than three people listening so we have like much more than that much more than that so hello hello podcast friends hello world like what do you guys want to be called a lot of podcasts have names are we big enough to have names i would like for you guys to name yourselves (laughs) (laughs) all right and then um the next thing that i wanted to talk about was that weird secret script at the bottom of the pages. Mm-hmm. It's a secret message. Um, and I'm going to assume that it's the fairy language. Yep. And uh, Artemis, you know, basically, you know, cut it all up and patched it all together. But I wonder if, like, in the future he's going to have, like, a decoder ring. Oh, yeah? So he can do it on the fly. That would be neat. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and read the uh, the code that was in the books. And uh, I am going to cheat and just read it on the internet. I did solve this when I was a kid. 
That's a that's a weird flex. So, it's fine. The prophecies of Ohm, Flim Pot Cleaner to Frond, the Elfin King. I am Ohm, Flim Pot Cleaner to the King, but I am much more than that, for I see the future written in the Flim. For centuries, we pixies have read the Flim, but I am the best there has ever been. My visions are generally of little importance. I foretell outbreaks of trollpox or gas spasms among elderly dwarves. <laughs> but sometimes, even a poor pot cleaner can see wondrous things. A vision came to me two moons ago when I was gazing deep into His Majesty's own flim pot. I was heating the pot over a flame when the sign appeared. This vision was more vivid and detailed than any I had previously seen. Because of its importance, I decided to write it down for posterity, and so I can say, I told you so. I saw an age when the people have been driven underground by the mudmen. This is what the Flim told me. In this time, one shall come among us, foul by name and foul by nature, a mudman unlike any other. He shall learn our secrets and use them against us. I see him now plain as day. His face is pale, he has dark eyes and raven hair. Yet, it must be a mistake, for he seems a mere youth. Surely no mudboy could outwit the people, but now I see that the boy is not alone. He's aided by a formidable warrior, scarred from a thousand battles. This foul shall hold the people to ransom for their most precious possession, gold. And in spite of all our magic, there is still a chance that he will prevail, for he has discovered how to escape the time field. Unfortunately, how the story ends I cannot say, but there was more to see. There is another story to come. Someone will bring the people and the mudmen together, the worst of both races. This fairy's goal is to grind all the creatures to earth beneath his boot. And who is traitor, it is not clear, but he shall start a war unlike anything the people have ever seen. Those who are enemies shall be united against him, and for the first time there will be mudmen below ground. I have one clue to his identity, a riddle. Goblins shall rise and havens shall fall, a villainous elf is behind it all. To find the one who so disappoints, look ye to where the finger points. Instead of one face, this elf has two. Both speak false, and none speak true. While publicly he lends a helping hand, his true aim is to seize command. I know, it's not very plain, is it? I don't understand either, but perhaps in the future all will become clear. Look for a power-hungry elf who has a finger pointed at him during our tale. And so, this is Ohm's legacy, a warning that may save the world from total destruction. There's not much to work with, I know. The details are a bit sketchy. My advice to you is to consult the phlegm. It may be that you are sensitive. I have buried this prophecy with my phlegm pot. If you are not fortunate enough to work as a pot cleaner, then there is usually a supply of phlegm every time you have a cold. Here ends the first prophecy of Ohm. Because of the importance of my visions, I shall repeat the prophecies once more. If you have just begun to understand the text, then read on. If you have worked out the entire message, then congratulations. Now, go and save the world. And then it repeats. Because he wasn't, because different printings were different lengths, and he wanted to go the whole book, so he was just like, "I want to repeat it." Okay, so he's like, "And for those of us that have a short attention span, I'll repeat it, so you don't miss what I said." Yeah. Um, or it's Jake when he has to tell me the directions to something again because the first time he said it, I wasn't listening. <laughs> um. So is the traitor Artemis? The traitor is a villainous elf, who. Has a finger pointed at him during our tale. So it's Artemis. No, hold on, listen. I have a theory. Okay. His dad is half elf. Ooh. They're like they're descendants of elves, and they 
they like got excommunicated. Yeah. Is that what that means when they tell you not to come back? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So then, you know, they started laying with the mud people to keep their lineage alive for necessity. <laughs> this just a nonsense theory. So now I have another question. Yeah. Is there more prophecy in the other books, or each book it... has a code to decode? Okay, great. And I'm not allowed to look it up. Period. I mean, you can try to figure it out. I'm not gonna figure it out. I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> So I can't Google it? Yeah, Googling it's cheating and also keeps us from doing this. Oh my god. I'm just, I Okay, sidebar. There's many sidebars in this podcast episode. Hi. Um, I have commitment issues. Thanks. <laughs> As your husband, I am not concerned whatsoever. I mean, we're married now. It's fine. It only took... Eight years. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I mostly just did it out of spite. Not to Jake. <laughs> but everybody else was like, your life has to be high school, college, living, marriage first, don't live with him. That's a sin. And then, and then kids. So I'm like, high school, live together, college, marriage. Yeah. And no, no kids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I think that um, Artemis has something to do with it. So, maybe he's like, um, he has to unite. So, maybe there is a super secret evil elf. Yeah. Who's his dad. It says that he's going to unite the worst of both worlds. Ooh, the mud people with the fairies? Yeah. Heck. And there's going to be mud people underground. So we'll have to keep an eye out. I think those people are called miners. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm so dumb. I was like, what do what do kids have to do with this? <laughs> what do kids have to do with this? Yeah, because they're miners. Oh, you're dumb. <laughs> I meant like people that go underground and look for yeah. things. And then they have canaries because they smell the thing. Yeah. Yep. I learned this from a follow-up voice song. All right, so what else? What did um, you think of the book, reading it again as an adult? I had a lot of fun with it. I uh, still really like the angle of the main character being the bad guy. Um, I thought that was really fun. I thought the book overall was just really fun, and I definitely see why I liked it so much as a kid. Yeah. I kind of wish I would have read it as a kid, because I would have loved it. Yeah? Yeah. You know what I think I wish they had? What's that? And maybe they do have, and I just haven't come across it. So there's illustrated versions of the Harry Potter books. I wish there was illustrated versions of these. Yeah. Just because, like, I could read them to my dogs as a bedtime story and show them pictures. Well, there's a graphic novel. Oh, no, that's not the same. Yeah, I know, but... <laughs> It's not the same. <laughs> I think there's a graphic novel adaptation of the first either three or four. And then the movie started, it was about to come out and they're like, nope, fuck it. We're starting over. And they started back over the at one. The movie was so bad. It was so bad. We need a fan made movie. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. 
Um, so, are we done talking about Artemis? Um, one last thing. Now that you know the predictions, or the, uh, the, the prophecy, do you have any... predictions? Now that you know the prophecy, do you have any predictions? I'm like, isn't a prophecy a prediction? Yes. (laughs) Do I have any predictions? Do you have any new predictions? Okay, um, Holly and Artemis are gonna have to team up, even though she's, like... One of the police officers on his case, like one of the main people, I think they're going to have to team up. Um, Butler is going to start seeing that he doesn't completely agree with Artemis, so he's not going to be blindly following him anymore, even though he gets paid very nicely. Um, Juliet is probably just going to go join WWE after Angeline fires her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but also, like, I have a question. I feel like I might have asked this question, but I want to ask it again. Why is Angeline's bodyguard so young? Like, didn't she have one previously? I'm not sure. Okay. And then why is Artemis's bodyguard so old? Who did he guard before? Because I'm assuming, maybe my perception is really off, but Butler's, like, older? Yeah. Like, you know, like a, a 30 to 40 year old man. I always imagined him in his like mid 30s. So he, then he has a teenage sister. Yeah. So like, is he, do they have a lot of kids and he's the oldest and Juliet's closer to the younger scale? Like how many siblings do they have? I need Butler's backstory. I believe we get some more Butler backstory. Okay, great. Also, what's his first name? Domavoy. I'm sorry, what? Domovoy? Domovoy? Like, that's my boy? Because that's what I heard the first time. (laughs) D-O-M-V-O-I. Wait, no. Now I spell it. D-O-M-O. Like, like Domo. Like, like the little brown guy. Yeah. And then V-O-I. Domovoy. Domovoy. Okay, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And so, uh... Next, we we have some questions sent in by our wonderful community on Discord and on Twitter. I was just going to say you people, but... Well, hey, maybe... Yours just sounded a lot better. Maybe there's some people who are listening who aren't on our Discord yet, though they totally should be. Oh my god. So, um, yeah, you should join the Discord so I can see the things that you said weeks after the fact. Like, oh my god, some of you have the cutest dogs ever. Um, I believe his name is Otto. He's fresh. He's very fresh. He, very good boy. He's a very good boy? Yeah. But he is. He looks like he's a good boy. <laughs> Anyways, so here are our questions that were asked by you wonderful people. Thank you for wasting your time with us. All right, so... Mr. Davey asks, what's the largest sandwich you've ever eaten? So, the largest sandwich I have ever eaten was um, when I was in Chicago for a work trip, I had a steak burger. Now, you might be thinking, Jake, I've had a steak burger before. It's just a burger. No, my friend. This was a sandwich with the gigantic bun, first of all, and then um, slices of steak, like... Like, the, almost an entire steak sliced up and put onto the sandwich. And then a burger patty on top of it. And it was a big old burger patty. 
And it was a double burger, so there was two of those patties. And um, Anna's looking at me like, how the hell are you not dead? <laughs> uh, it was gigantic. It was way too big for me, but I knew that we weren't going to be back at our hotel for a long time, and I didn't want to carry this around with me. But it was so good that I didn't want to not finish it either. So I forced myself to finish this gigantic-ass steak burger, and it was glorious. But I felt pretty dead for the rest of the day. And now I fully understand why he never told me the story about the sandwich, because I would have lectured him about... That's bad for you. Yeah, but now it was like two years ago. So, so it's, it's fine. T- You've obviously digested it now. Yeah. <laughs> Just last week, actually. Oh, well, dang. All right. So I'm basic. So I'm going to tell you a subway foot long. <laughs> um, this is from Marshmallow. What's your favorite kind of sandwich? I'm simple. I'm a burger guy. I want a big old juicy, greasy burger. And I crave that all the time. So you like that over Philly cheesesteaks? I like burgers over Philly cheesesteaks. And I love Philly cheesesteaks. Okay. All right. Well, on the basic train, I really like grilled cheese. Like fancy grilled cheese. Like Ain't nothing wrong with that. An obscene amount of cheese. And also fry some cheese on the bread exterior grilled cheese. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Like, add a little Munster in there, maybe some um, pepper jack, um, cheddar, but not not Kraft American slice. That's just oil. Um, <laughs> cheddar, Tasty oil. White cheddar, um, mozzarella. Oh, my God. I could go on. I Okay, moral of the story, I just love cheese. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so... Katsune Miku asks... What one piece of fairy tech magic would you most want to have in your day-to-day lives? Honestly, I'd either want... I want the Mesmer so I can just be like... No, he stole my answer! I want the Mesmer so I can just be like, you want to give me a raise? You want to get off my back? (laughs) Is the you want to get off my back, is that one intended to me? It's just for people in general. Okay, I'm people in general. Who else do you talk to? I didn't say that. You, okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what were we talking about? Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, too, would like to have Mesmer. Just because, like, in work settings, like, when you don't want to argue, like, with your coworkers, like, you're just like, I'm going to live my life and do my job and go home. You could just say... This isn't relevant to the task at hand. And then you can move on with your life. <laughs> um, but if we're just talking about tech, the wing backpack. The wing backpack? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. I think I would like to have just cleaning magic to where like I could just think about it and it happens. Yeah. Or use Mesmer to have someone just clean my house. <laughs> um, because cleaning is really boring. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this question is from, I'm going to try it on my own. I've never heard this said out loud until just now. So Katsune Miko? Close. Okay, I'm sorry in advance. Very sorry. Also, how's Botar's corpse doing? So Botar is doing really well. He is mostly hanging out on our bookshelf. He's quite the bookworm. I never expected that. 
but he is taking retirement really well. He's having a blast, a uh, very chill life, and, uh, you know, we get together and play poker once a week. Okay, I would have believed it if you said, like, we play Pokemon Go once a week. He doesn't have fingers. That's true. He can't affect the touchscreen. That's true. He doesn't have a cell phone. He can borrow mine. But he can't use it. I'll help him. <laughs> he doesn't want to impose. He wouldn't be imposing. Well, that's how he thinks of it. Well, He's very considerate. Oh my god. We should try sometime. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um. So, Jake had to remind me that Botar is that bionicle thing that... Is it like an actual Bionicle? Because I mm -hmm. thought, okay, so I thought it was like a mismatched Bionicle set for a little bit. So what's really cool about it is that it's actually, um, you have to have like three different sets to build it. Okay. And it takes all the pieces from those different sets and forms, they would like send out an, an instruction and I don't know where you'd get the instructions from, but um, so you could build like a super big one basically. Okay, so since I'm very detached of what, like, Jake's interests are, other than, like, acknowledging that they're a thing, but I don't understand what they are, um, he had to remind me that it was a thing that got sent out to everybody. Like, multiple people got pieces of this thing, and then Jake ended up with the whole thing somehow. Uh, yeah, and so for those of you who uh, weren't involved with it, um, my friends and I did the Bed Bath & Bionicle ARG. We... Saved the day by assembling Botar and summoning him to free our friends. And that's kind of um, why I have the pieces of Botar. And then, like, okay, so back on the... I'm trying to understand what's going on. His friend, I think, Riley? Mm-hmm. Got stuck in a something. And got then stuck in the Red Star, which was an inner... Like a, a space jail, basically. And then... There was an evil Riley, and we had to, like, not we, but they had to, like, appease him so they could get the real Riley back. Uh, yes, they were called Biley for bad oh, Riley. yes, yes. Okay, I'm, see, I pay attention and absorb things through osmosis. <laughs> I have surface area knowledge of most of the, the things Jake is interested in. Okay, so this is from... Sky, if you picked new names, what would they be? What if they had to be silly names like Artemis Fowl? So my my name for this um, is something that I had like back when I was using Gaia um, online, and we my friends and I were all really into like the text RP kind of things where we would like write out parts of a story from one character's perspective, and a character that I returned to a lot, his name was Jet Orthos. And I've always just that's that name has always stuck with me, and I've used it for a lot of characters. And so, if I had to, if I had to pick a new fictional name, I'd be Jet Orthos. So, um, mine is not that awesome sounding. <laughs> so, there's a backstory to mine too. So, when we were little. My cousin got internet before we did, and my little sister and I would go to her house and we would play Barbie computer game. Okay, anyways, so if you know what game I'm talking about, hey, what's up? Was it the horse one? 
Yes, it was a fucking horse one. Okay. <laughs> Let me finish my story. Did you play the Barbie horse game? I don't think I ever played it, but I knew about it. Oh, okay. So I tried to name my horse Fart, and the Barbie.com would not let me do it. It said that I couldn't use naughty names, naughty words as names for my horse. So I think that if I could name myself, I would name myself Fartly, spelled F-A-R-T-L-E-Y. But also, if I wanted it to be cute and Instagram-worthy, I would spell it F-A-R-T-L-E-I-G-H. <laughs> so it's cute, like Brindley or Ashley, or you, or unique, like Fartly. F-A-R-T-L-E-E, because I wanted to be unique. <laughs> Um, so that is what I would want my name to be. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> All right. So, Gosh Darn Rabbit asks, So, Mulch Diggum Mains Wario. I don't know what that means. Mains? So, if somebody mains a character okay. in a game, um, it means that that's who they play as most of the time. Okay, so I understand the question now. Alright, so, so most Digum mains Wario. Who is everyone else's smash pick? So, I agree with Warrior being Mulch Digums. Yeah, it's a perfect fit. Alright, so I don't play video games very often, so I had to actually have Jake pull up Smash Bros. so I could look at everybody, because I've played... A few times. So here are my picks as someone who doesn't really play games. Alright, so Butler is Ken with a higher IQ. <laughs> <laughs> Juliet is obviously Samus. At first I told um, Jake that Butler was going to be some character from Street Fighter. Um, Jake, insert that name now. Um, you said uh, that it was going to be Zangief. Okay, so, I mean, that I feel like is accurate anyway. I would love to see Zangief and okay. Smash. Alright, so, Artemis is Ness, which Jake shit his, he- shit his head. Uh, Jake shit his head. <laughs> I misspoke. Um, I meant shook his head. <laughs> I've had a few tonight, guys. Um, Holly is Jigglypuff, just because you, you would underestimate her just by her appearance, but... Jigglypuff, don't fuck around, okay? She's a vengeful bitch. Um, Root is Fox, and Foley is Wolf, because Wolf looks like the evil version of Fox, and I feel like Foley is Root's Achilles heel. <laughs> Jake, would you like to answer that question, too? Yeah, I'm gonna use your list so I know who to go through. You you can pull other characters. Those are just the characters' names who I remember out of the book. <laughs> All right, so I put Butler as uh, Captain Falcon or um, either Captain Falcon or Ganon. I'm not sure which because they're clones. Um, I'm kind of leaning towards Falcon because he's faster, and Butler likes to be the fast and strong type. I put Juliet as Lil Mac because... <laughs> He's a boxer, and that's the closest thing to a wrestler. Oh, okay, that's right, that's right. Um, she also might like DK because he uses a lot of grappling. Okay, okay. I put Artemis as who did I put Artemis as? I put Artemis as Rosalina and Luma because I feel like you have to be really smart to figure out how to use Rosalina and Luma, and I can't do it. But I figure that Artemis could, and he would fuck your day up. 
Um, I actually put Holly as Samus. Um, because she is, she's got the, mostly because she's got the laser gun. Maybe <laughs> Zero Suit Samus because she's like really athletic too. Okay. And Zero Suit Samus kind of jumps around more. I can't relate to being athletic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Root is definitely, I think he'd play Bowser because he's, he's big, strong, and angry. See, I thought Root was just, like, a really short, bulbous, like, veiny-nosed guy. So I just thought that... Yeah. That's the impression that I got. I, I was mostly going off how he's, like... He has that, like, strong, like, hurrah kind of personality. And he's really angry. And then Foley is definitely Rob. I don't even know who Rob is. Rob's a robot. Oh, okay. And, uh... R.O.B. Robotic Operating Buddy. But, um, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> Foley would be Rob just because he's the tech guy. He he likes to invent stuff, and so he'd be like, ah, a robot. I'll pretend I invented that. All right, so another question from Gosh Darn Rabbit is the LEP recon or leprechauns. Any horrible puns for other mythical creatures that you think exist in books? Or guesses about types of fairies living down there? So, um, so, okay, get this, a minotaur, but wait, no, it's not a minotaur, it's a minotaur, it's half person, half minnow, and, um, not how you're expecting, it's got the, the legs and chest of a, of a human, and then it's just got a little tiny fish head, and instead of arms, it's just got the little fins. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. A beautiful disaster. You should tattoo that on yourself. <laughs> tattoo the Minotaur on myself? Yeah, and then have a, like, in very fancy font, beautiful disaster. Beautiful disaster. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Future Jake, keep that for keep that for thoughts. Yeah. Um, no, no shame if you got beautiful disaster tattooed on your forum in cursive, guys. <laughs> the early 2000s got a lot of us. <laughs> All right, so, um, so on orgasms about types of fairies living down there, I feel like you'd have all the main social groups that you have with the mud people and fairies. So the goblins, right? The goblins mm-hmm. that were trying to attack Mulch are like the bullies, um, from the Proud family. Like they just <laughs> want your lunch money. <laughs> They're just straight to business. All right, um. Artemis would be that really smart kid that nobody likes, um, but then he becomes a millionaire or whatever. Um, but that's not down there. But um, I went. With, I I'm running with this question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Holly would be with the Scholars Bowl children, obviously. Um, Root would be the retired uh, football coach that's trying to like relive his glory days. Uh, Foley is that weird science teacher who knows what the kids are up to but doesn't give a shit because it's for the name of science. Um, the less successful cops whose names I can't pronounce or and don't remember at this time <laughs> <laughs> um, would be the theater kids. <laughs> no offense if you're a theater kid. Um... <laughs> So do you have any guesses as to other types of, like, mythical creatures that we might encounter? Oh, yeah. It's just giving them social groups. Um, So we've seen trolls. 
We've seen dwarves. We've seen goblins. We've seen fairies. Well, fairies are all of them all together. Oh, okay. So so they're basically just people. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like we'll see dragons, maybe? Yeah? Yeah. I feel like there should be dragons. Hell yeah. Assorted weird little creatures that they use. The um the the dragons use? No, that the fairies use. Oh, okay. Also like the crusty fairies, like the one from the beginning, will have a different name. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Like old crusty you are down in the dumps of your life, you've hit rock bottom and past that fairies, they have a name. <laughs> um and then I'm not good at mythical creatures, guys, obviously. Thank you. Your time. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so here's another name I can't pronounce, so I'll let you say it. Selbor Seal. Selbor Seal. All right. If falling asleep made you escape the time field, why was Butler able to wake up from being knocked unconscious by Mulch's fart and the troll attack? And I answered this one as this, my friend. Is a plot hole, the author the author deemed unnecessary to explain, or maybe wasn't out enough to escape. So like he like kind of fell asleep. Like when you accidentally fall asleep in the TV and you like jolt yourself awake and you're like, God damn, I gotta go to bed. So um like that, except not really. That's my opinion. So my my thoughts on the matter are that the time field wouldn't let him fall asleep naturally. Um, so he was knocked back and knocked down, but it wouldn't let him fall asleep. I think that Artemis had to force them asleep, like chemically force their brains into basically, so like basically shut down. It's like a force shutdown. Yeah. Like where you hold the power button. Yeah. Like you said, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. When you hold the power button down for too long. <laughs> um, I think that he didn't actually get knocked out. Anytime I hear knocked out, I think of, I get knocked down. But I get up again. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not a good singer, so I apologize for that. All right. So movies and illustrations aside, what are your headcanons for what the characters look like? Colton. So I always imagined, uh, when I was a kid, I always imagined Butler as like, so I always imagined him as kind of like a cartoon um, when I was a kid. And... People out there might recognize this character, but I'm going to show Anna a picture. Um, the Heavy from Team Fortress 2. And um, not how he's dressed or anything, but just kind of his like body shape. But So like Mr. Incredible? Kind of. <laughs> so... Just like that big, huge, wide body and huge arms, but kind of tiny legs. Oh. Um, I don't know why, but that's... Okay. Like, those legs wouldn't work in real life. No, those legs wouldn't support that upper body. Alright, so what I thought Butler would look like in my head is a Rambo-like character with a nice suit with the sleeves cut off. <laughs> that, like, that's what I thought. So, so kind of uh, Larry the Cable Guying it. No, but he's not fat. He's really fit. Well, yeah, I just meant for his shirt. But a nice suit, like a tux. Yeah, he's got like a tux version of... Oh, gosh. I forgot all about Larry the Cable Guy. Thanks for reminding me. Alright, so... Julia is a classier Tiavini. A who? A Tiavini. Tiavini. Yeah, she's from... Um, hold on. Jake, 
I'm going to tell you, you have to pause. Because I never rem remember. Um, hold on. Alright, so it's Tia Vini's from Disenchantment on Netflix. She's the main character princess who oh. doesn't know how to act right. And I feel like Juliet doesn't know either. And I, I had to look it up because I usually call it Disenchanted. It's Disenchantment. Do they call her Bean? Yeah, they call her Bean. Okay, okay, yeah, I, I remember her, her. Her name's actually Tia Beanie. And I think it's really funny, and I feel like she would do all sorts of shenanigans just like Bean does. Just for the hell of it. Because, <laughs> same. <laughs> okay, well, who do you think Juliet would be? What she looks um, like, or whatever. I always imagined her as... Um, Kind of taller than Artemis with, like, really curly blonde hair. I don't think it ever says that it's curly, but, but that's just how I imagined. Curly. Okay. Um, and, um, but also just, like, really buff. And, uh, because she's training to be a wrestler. Okay. But also, I mean, if we're looking for, like, a real-life person, not an animated oh, person, Ruth Langford uh, from Ozark. Is she's that small blonde? Oh yeah. Who just the way she talks to people? Fucking, I I'm dead. I love the way she talks to people. Her but buff. Her but buff or her but I mean that girl can take a fight. Is like she? she can fight. I've only watched a little and bit of the be, show. She'll beat them up with their words. Um, people watch <laughs> Ozark. It's it's good. But if you were to tell me it was good, I wouldn't watch it. But I love Jason Bateman. He's great. Um, I'll watch anything with Jason Bateman. <laughs> so have you got any recommendations on Jason Bateman I would like to have them <laughs> alright um, I first started watching Jason Bateman in Arrested Development before it cancelled the first time <laughs> okay and then Artemis's mom Angeline I feel like she'd be that really rich person that lives in your neighborhood who has, like, more money than they know what to do with because she'd be a very fancy, distinguished, rich lady with a sheer robe with the fuzzy, like, ends, like, around the oh, arm yeah. sleeves um, at all times. And she'd be, like, prancing around, like... Um, all flowy. And all flowy with a big glass of dark wine um, to check the mail. <laughs> That's uh, really what I uh, came up Alright, so I have one question for you. For me? That, yeah, I kept this one a secret. Oh, shit. Um, it's kind of a choose Who your own... Who asked this one? It's just me. Oh, okay. Nobody um, asked this. This is a choose your own adventure okay. for what we're going to do next. Oh, no. Um, I feel so stressed out. Oh, no. So, um, what we read next, we have two options. Okay. Instead of just book two. Uh-huh. There's also a short story that takes place between the two books. Okay. It didn't get published until later. Okay. So do you want to, would you want to read that now? Or do you want to read it when it gets, when we get to publishing order? Um, I thought we would read it in sensical order. Well, yeah. So either way makes sense to me. So, but it was, the author intended it to be between the first two. That's when it takes place time-wise. But was that his intention? He's like, I left some holes in the first book, so I want to tie them up. Or is this like uh, Lion King one and a half? 
Um, I mean, it's not fixing holes, really. It's just kind of a short story about what happens to some of the characters between the two. I feel like, I guess I would like to read the half story. Okay. Because I don't want to circle back. Yeah. You just want to go time-wise? Yeah, All I right. think that cool. would be the way that makes most sense to me. All right, cool. So, What did you want to do? That's kind of how I was thinking. Okay. So, that means for our next episode, we are going to be talking about the short story, The Seventh Dwarf. There's Snow White involved. Snow White is not involved. Okay. <laughs> I'm more interested. And, uh, yeah, so we'll get that short story. I'll go to the library and pick that book up. And uh, we won't read all of the book, but just the, just the Seventh Dwarf. Oh, my God. So there's multiple short stories? Well, so there's a book that came out, um, I think, either after the third or fourth book, that has two short stories in it. So I should just buy it? I'll just check it out from the library. I don't know. The stress of a due date. Well, we're just going to read it for one episode. Um, then you'll check it back in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pinky promise. Don't touch me! <laughs> <laughs> okay, pinky promise. Okay, pinky promise. It's serious. Yeah. Alright, so, Jake, do you have a hell yeah? I do have a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for my birthday, I got Paper Mario, the Origami King, and I have been playing it non-stop oh my god i love this game so much um people will often say that the thousand year door was the last time there was a good paper mario game but that's not true anymore this game just came out recently um sometime this year i don't know how recent it was but don't look at me yeah i don't know um but it's a good paper mario game again it's really dang good i wouldn't say that it's on the same level as the thousand year door but it's pretty freaking close it's really charming, really fun. The battle system is very fun. Um, it's an actual RPG again. You level up, you have equipment. Um, it's just freaking great. Anna, what's your hell yeah? Alright guys, I just want to tell you that I'm back on my bullshit and I got another squash mallow. But this time, it's the really big size. Like, the really big size. Like... It's so big. Oh my goodness. That's what she said. I got myself. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> like it's the size of my fucking torso. It's basically a kid's beanbag no, chair. No, no, It's like an armrest pillow. No, it's way bigger than no, that. No, Jake, you're wrong. This is my vision and I'm trying to explain it. <laughs> it's the best thing in the world and its name is Dylan. Thank you. I remembered its name. Boom. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and then I found another wine that I really like, um, which went very nice with uh, nicely paired with a steak that Jake made that was seasoned with rosemary salt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's 19 Crimes Snoop. Like Snoop Dogg. And I was expecting it to be okay, but... It's really good. 
Like, I'm not going to diss Post Malone because I love Post Malone, but I don't think I like rose wine. Rosé, pink wine. I, I just don't think I, it's for me. It's not bad. It's just not my taste. I like reds more, <clears throat> but I'm not a snob, anything like that. Um, <laughs> um, the other wine that I like is from a local winery, which I'm not going to name because I don't know if Jake's told you where we live. And I'm really shy. <laughs> so those are my hell yeahs. Also, sidebar, I also have another hell yeah. Um, I have discovered how to French braid my hair thanks to TikTok to where they stay tight all day and don't look loose. You don't use um your arms to the side you have to keep your arms behind you in order for them not to get droopy and then towards the bottom i just clump both of them together so they look like a bun so it looks like i spent a lot of time on my hair when i only spent like three minutes that looks dope when i was watching 90 day fiance before the 90 days because that's the spinoff that i'm on right now All these relationships, they shouldn't work out. They really shouldn't. Like, they don't make sense. Like, oh my gosh, this lady is so mean to him. All right, so is there anything else you would like to add? So we'd like to thank JWX Art for the art that we use for our podcast. You can check them out on Twitter at JWX Art. We would also like to thank the artist Springtide. You can check them out on the Free Music Archive for our music. And if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at a podcast most foul. No, I'm sorry. At Podcast Most Foul. I will eventually learn how to read these tweets, guys. (laughs) (laughs) And if you would like to uh, join our Discord server, there will be a link to that in the show notes as well. And there's a link to it on our Twitter. Hell yeah. I think I'm forgetting something. Now that your beard is starting to grow back, you look kind of dirty. That's foul.